What is up, everybody? You are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, The Akamadi ENC, and we have made it to a full year of the Attitude Years series podcast recap. We have made it to the end of 1998. We started recapping the Attitude Years on, I think it was December 15th, 1997, the start of the Attitude Era. And we're going to keep on plowing through, in the words of Val Venus, uh, to 1999. But our first stop before 1999 is this episode of Raw. But before we get into that, I do want to thank all of my listeners and subscribers. Thank you guys for tuning in all the time. You continue to make me want to make videos and content and make this channel grow into more stuff. But... For me to do that, I want to hear from you. What would you like to see me do with my channel? I already have us live on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts, the Uncensored Pressing Podcast. Let me know your thoughts. Also, there will be a new logo I am planning on making. Um, if you have any inspiration or ideas, let me know in the comments. You can send me a message. I would love to hear from you guys. And what are you liking and not liking about the show? What are you liking about the attitude of yours? Do you like the way I cover it? Or do you feel like I should do more? Let me know in the comments. And uh, I love to hear your thoughts. And if you aren't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. The Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I started this channel back in 2020. And we are going strong. There have been many changes many hosts many you know who come and go but some will come back some will go that's just the epitome of life good days bad days and so on so i just want to take a moment to thank you guys for continuing to let this channel grow keep on subscribing tell your friends let us let them know about the uncensored pro wrestling podcast i love this community i appreciate you guys and i want to talk to you guys some more so Talk to me in the comments. Let me know your thoughts on everything. So let's dive right back into our space time machine. We are going to be going back to WWE. Raw is war from December 28, 1998 in Albany, New York. Let's dive right to the action. The corporation arrive at the arena. Vince says everyone will get what's coming to them for hurting you, Shane. And then the corporation enter the boiling room looking for mankind. They brutally attack Mankind, and Vince calls Mankind a freak and tells Mankind he has a hardcore title shot tonight. So we have the new hardcore champion, the Road Dog, defending the title against Val Venus. Uh, during the match, Tess, Ken Shamrock, the Big Boss Man, and Kane all come out to the ring. Tess is Val with a bulldog and tosses him out of the ring. The corporate, the corporate team then beats up Val Venus, and then DX come out and stand with Road Dog. Then Shane McMahon, the Stooges come out. Vince says, this match is over. Rojal, you will defend your title against Mankind. X-Pac for Bronco busting Shane last week. You've just started. We've just started with you. No one laughs at my son Shane. There's a little DX left in Shawn Michaels. He didn't come to the aid of my son. He held the corporation back. If I have to drag Shawn Michaels down, I'm going to humiliate him and fire his ass in this ring. So if Vince McMahon wants to fire Shawn Michaels tonight, we'll see how that works out for him. Al Snow is backstage 
snapping and covered all up in blood. Vince yells at Kane to look at him backstage. Vince says, you're going to bring me another member of DX tonight. Hello, is anyone here? So Vince just using Kane, making Kane be a pawn in his corporate team. We have Edge taking on Al Snow with Head. Um, a lot of action here. Al then ends up hitting Al Edge with, I'm sorry, Al Snow ends up hitting Edge with Head many times, causing a DQ win for Edge. After the match, the Brew attack until the job squad makes the save. We see the Glover Slam of the Week, which is Sable beating Jacqueline at the Survivor Series for the women's title. X-Pac talks to Dennis Knight uh, and, and pretty much says that he was told him to be here tonight. So we'll see what that all leads to. We have the WWE Women's Championship on the line. The champion Sable taking on the Spider Lady. A fan, which ends up being, we know, finds out being Tori down the line, gives Sable a yellow rose before the match. Spiral Lady attacks Sable and then whips her with a belt many times. The Oddies run out in a mask to Spire Lady to be Luna Vashon. Luna snaps and tells the Oddies it's about me and what I deserve. So Luna Vashon attacking Sable and uh, using a strap to her advantage, attacking Sable. We'll find out more about this. We see Oddies checking on Sable backstage. We have the European Championship on the line. The champion X-Pac defending against the attacking champion, the big boss man. A lot of action here. Tess comes out, and the big boss man nails a big boot. Val Venus attacks Tess at ringside. The big boss man holds Val. X-Pac dives onto the boss man out on the floor. But then the big boss man sends X-Pac into the steps, and the referees separate these guys. So Tess trying to get... So Val Venus and X-Pac getting revenge on Tess and big boss man for earlier. We get a promo from Vince McMahon. We see Shane has been drinking eggs. He's working out at the gym, doing speedball. And Vince says, I hate Stone Cold Steve Austin. These are some funny promos that were huge in the Attitude Era, seeing Vince train for the Royal Rumble. Next, we have Goldust and Steve Blackman taking on Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett with Deborah. Raw is brought to you by Castro, Burger King, and AOL. We see a decent match here. Owen applies a sleeper to Steve Blackman. Then Dan Severn walks out. Owen tells Dan he didn't mean to break his neck. And then Steve Blackman rolls up Owen Hart and Steven Goldust get the win. Dan Severn serving almost as a ghost to Owen Hart tonight on Raw. The Acolytes are backstage. They attack Dennis Knight and they put him in a car and drive off. The Intercontinental Championship is on the line. The champion Ken Shermock with Tess and the big boss man defending against Triple H with DX in China. Triple H attacks the big boss man who's at ringside. And then Ken Shermock applies the ankle lock. Triple H grabs the ropes. But Shamrock keeps the hold apply, getting the DQ victory at Triple H. After the match, DX attacks the corporation until Kane comes out, and then DX leaves. We get the WWF Rewind by 10-10-2020. Billy Gunn winning the Aircon title last week, but then Shawn Michaels ma making Ken Shamrock continue to hold the title. Billy Gunn's backstage. Billy says, Ken Shamrock has my Aircon on the title. Ken shows up and says, you can kiss my ass. And it looks like these two are going to brawl. Mark Henry and Dilo Brown then come out. Mark Henry says, I owe a serious apology to my girlfriend, China. What I did was absolutely wrong. I want to let you know I am very sorry. I'm down on my knees. That's when PMS come out. And Terry says, Mark, get back down on your knees. That's how we like to see our men. We have big plans in store for you. Dilo says, you glorify ring rats need to stay away. You're lucky I'm a gentleman. And then China comes out. China says, you may be a gentleman, but I'm not. I'm telling you, 
the for the first and last time, stay away from my man. Jackie mocks China, and then China grabs her by the throat and tosses her to the mat and says, I'll see you later to Mark Henry. So China standing up for her man tonight. The corporation is looking backstage for somebody. We get the 1998 year in review. The corporation beat up the Godfather backstage. Interesting, they're attacking Val Venus's partner here. We got Billy Gunn taking on Kane with Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Shane McMahon comes out and tells Billy Gunn he has a new opponent instead of the Godfather ends up being Kane. Kane hits two choke slams, but X-Pac hits a flying dropkick, and then DX makes the save for Billy Gunn, so this match is a no contest. The Rock then comes out for commentary for this next match, the hardcore champion, the Road Dog, defending against Mankind. We see Shawn Michaels arriving in the arena. A lot of action here in this hardcore match, but the end comes when the Rock hits Mankind with a rock bottom on the concrete, and then the Road Dog pins Mankind to retain the title, Rock getting some revenge on Mankind. Vince comes out, Vince says, I've asked the team corporate to stay back, and I want to handle this personally. If you have the gut, Shawn Michaels, come out here. Shawn comes out, Vince says, you became a star because of your ability, but the millions of dollars because of the money I pumped you in it. Let me take you back to some footage. We see footage of Shawn Michaels saying Vince McMahon needs him back in March. Last week, you held the corporate team back. Let me show you what you did. You bit the hand that fed you. How could you do that to my own flesh and blood? As a commissioner, you suck. Vince McMahon doesn't lay down for anybody. Shawn Michaels, read my lips. As commissioner, Shawn Michaels, you're fired. And then Shawn Michaels hits Vince McMahon with sweet chin music. The corporation runs out. And Sean leaves, ending the, this episode of Raw, ending 1998 with a bang with Shawn Michaels laying out Vince McMahon. This has been a crazy year of 1998. We saw the, the birth of this new rock we saw this new the end of Shawn michaels and the beginning of this new generation x china getting involved more we saw more under talent like val venus edge jeff jarrett these guys getting more of a push corporation starts the undertaker and kane the brothers of destruction it was a great year great drama great action and 1999 has a lot in store for us so with that i'm going to be dropping a couple of more episodes stay safe and stay uncensored. And welcome back. I'm still the hot commodity ANC. And that I'm is still Chris. I'm still uh, Chris. What's your X handle again? I'm still Chris Russell TV on X. Chris Russell TV. That's it. There's I've no had it, I've had it for like since like I've had that name in my old one since like 2013. So okay, all right. So it 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 means so a I've lot. I've had that account me. made, but I made the name in like 2019. Okay. Well, we'll definitely check you out. Uh, but we're checking out Full Gear right now, and we're covering All Elite Wrestling Full Gear 2023, the AEW TBS Championship. I kind of messed myself up there. Uh, I was mentioning AEW, and I said it twice. AWTBS champion Chris Statlander defending against Sky Blue and Julia Hart. Uh, Sky Blue has a whole new sort of gimmick now. She's coming out with the darker eyes. Well, not the darker eyes, but like the, you know. The, and like, she's still baby face. Yeah, she's still baby face. Kind of weird. New song. Uh, again, a lot of back and forth action here. Um, actually, again, here. Uh, let's see. Ah, here we go. So, 
Chris Atlander slams Sky Blue face first onto the rope. There's just a bunch of shit. Julia lands a moonsault, gets a two count. The end comes when Chris Atlander Germans, both ladies, and then Satlander nails Sky Blue with a Saturday Night Fever. With that, Julia Hart takes advantage and nails a clothesline to the back of Satlander. And Julia Hart pins Sky Blue to get a three count. Sky, not Sky Blue. Julia Hart is our new AEW TBS champion. Um, what were your thoughts? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Why I want the you fuck? To tell us why that. the fuck would you take the championship off Chris Statlander? I'm not a big. I'm gonna say, repeat myself. I'm not a fan of women wrestling. But Chris Statlander and Tony Storm are the only two women in that division who could somewhat – or the only good workers. And you took the damn title offer. If you're not going to elevate Chris Statlander and – uh, oh, my God, I'm stuttering like a motherfucker because this is ridiculous. If you're not going to elevate Chris Statlander into the main event scene of your women's division, which means go for an AEW World Heavy or World uh, title run, why the fuck did she lose? Come on now. You're well, maybe gonna, that's Julia why. Julia Hart? Julia, it better be. Because Julia Hart? Really? Really? Yeah, she needs some work. I will that, say she needs some work done in the ring. Her moves were bitch, missed a couple of spots. Fuck the ring. Fuck the ring for a second because we knew she couldn't wrestle. Let's talk about her, her, her character. <laughs> she goes out there and plays this oh, wait, bootleg this lady. Is not me saying this. This is Christian Morales, so go after him, not me. She's going out there and playing this bootleg version of The Undertaker, and then she's going on on Twitter tweeting about how she's baking cookies with her husband. Look, if you're playing, I believe that, I know that Kayfabe is dead, but if you're playing a character like this, Julia Hart, please, please stay in character. But I, hey, we're gonna see. I'm not. I'm not shitting on it completely. But well, I, 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 I just didn't think the match was good. Cookies. Don't post about it when you're playing. You this know, game. I mean that. You know, just because she's a goth doesn't mean she doesn't like her chocolate chip cookie. What about the Snickers? Listen, I didn't like the match. I didn't like the outcome of it. Should, Do you think Rhea Ripley likes chocolate chip cookies? I think Rhea Ripley is the most gorgeous woman lady in all of America. Lady. You first said woman then lady. <laughs> Why aren't you calling her mom? I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep it respectful. Oh. Because I like Rhea Ripley. Okay. But holy hell she is gorgeous as fuck. She's perfect in every I, single way. Mary Poppins. Magically perfect in every single way. There's two women. There's two there's only four I hate women's wrestling. There's only four ladies I watch it for. Bianca, that not because I think not because I like her. I think she sucks her character wise, but I think she's good wrestling. Charlotte Bay or Bianca or Bianca, Charlotte, Becky, and Rhea is number one. But Chelsea Green. I really want to see perfect Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green you is are good. amazing. Chelsea Green is Chelsea amazing. I want to see Rhea player. and Becky at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Rhea and Becky. Oh, yeah. And then they can do Bianca and Jade because uh, I'm basic. But, yeah, I mean, that match, we're talking about other women, so that just kind of shows you how much that match had importance. Um, I feel like 
I would be okay if Julia won if she was doing a good job in the ring. She botched a couple moves. Sky Blue botched a couple moves. And uh, I don't know. Like, I, I know the crowd loves her. I think I Willow think. Nightingale should have been the one. To, if you're going to take the TV title of Chris Statlander, why not have it be Willow Nightingale? I know she's been – she gets these title opportunities and loses them. Why? Why is Julia Hart beating Willow Nightingale in the first place? But anyway. Because the house always wins. Oh, Lord. I like her theme song. Uh, house, home. She put me to sleep in that media scrum. She came on in the media scrum. I turned her right off. That's why I got to finish it later. I'm not listening to the fucking her speak. You she guys have have so you heard her voice? She, Julia Hart is beautiful. And she sounds like this. She sounds scary. Well, she, I mean, she's, you know, I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with her on a Friday night. I mean, what do you think we're gonna really going to do? We're going to sit there and burn our bodies. I and, wonder like, how the, holy shit. God, I mean, I'm gonna, she used to be kind of cool and different with the whole cheerleader thing, but. Uh. Oh, Lord. I, 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 I think she needs to get a college degree. And if she has one, use it. Um, let's talk about this segment that I'm sure you are happy <laughs> with. Tony, I know, I'm not going to go there. Tony Schiavone introduces the newest member of AEW, Will Ospreay. Um, I was happy to see him. I love him. I love his song. But I will say I was a little underwhelmed because I kind of always sort of figured that Osprey would end up in AEW. So the fact that they were like, this is the biggest signing from and it, it is a huge sign, don't get me wrong, but like I thought it was gonna be someone who never appeared in AEW before, you know? Because it's like he's been there before he wrestled for their pay-per-view. So I thought it was gonna be someone brand new that we've never seen. But he comes out, he signs the contract. Osprey says it feels great to be a part of AEW. I am not gonna come in just yet. I was a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since I was 22. Let me finish up, and then I'll be on the road to Revolution. Line up, everybody. You got I Am All Elite. So, you know, he will have some great matches. I'm excited. I love his theme song. Um, I like him. He is a great wrestler. Uh, so let me throw it to you. What do you think? Will Ospreay is my favorite wrestler. I thought he was going to sign with TNA because uh, I watched Impact this Thursday, and him and Josh Alexander had – a beautiful match. Oh, I bet. Um, it was heaven in my eyes. But <laughs> Will Ospreay signing with AEW, it, I knew it was going to happen. Um, I'm very happy he gets to do whatever he wants. He still gets to live in the UK. Uh, you know, he's still going to have the relationship with New Japan as AEW does, so he's still going to work with them once he's done with his official run. It's just a great, great signing for AEW I just hope my one worry about see the reason why I wanted him to sign with TNA is because they're rebuilding TNA they're doing everything they're they should try to get a lot of names as they can good TV deal I thought Will Ospreay was going to be the guy to help him get that but again I, I just I'm happy for him I, I love the guy he's my favorite wrestler he's my favorite wrestler I can't stress this enough Will Ospreay, you were my favorite wrestler. I have the main event for what's the name of the pay per view coming up? World's End. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Sting and Ric Flair. Okay. Versus Goldberg. Oh 
versus Goldberg and Christian Cage. And so during, this, during this match, or no, not even Christian Cage, Jake Roberts. Okay, because Jake Roberts actually competed for WCW. Since Tony is a WCW nutcase, yeah, he'll book it. That that's gonna happen at winners winners end. There's a, a WCW mark. What is it called? Oh, winners oh, winners done. I thought it was called World's End. World's End. Okay. Winners that's the gayest pay per view. That's the stupidest pay per view name ever. So, um, let's talk about our next match: the Texas Death Match, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve with Prince Nana. This was really really good. I will tell you, I mentioned this last night. There were some parts I felt like were unnecessary. Him bleeding and Paige drink, like, and then the end where, like, he hangs Paige. Like, there were some parts I felt like were really good and really told a good story. But, and I get it, they're that, the rivalry is that hard. So they're going to that length. And I know I sound old and, but I do think that there are some parts that weren't necessary. Him drinking that blood, do you know how, like, disgusting? Like, that's gross. Yes. And these My guys are like, I've never seen disgusting. anything like that. It's like, I literally, like, I looked at it and I was disgusting. Um, yeah, but my girlfriend yeah, was like, what the fuck? I, it, yeah, it, it's like that meme when mom walks into the room and she, you know, um, so, yeah, the, you know, we saw a lot of moments where Paige was stapling, Swerve Strickland, um, we saw moments where Swerve hits Strickland in the back. Well, that's kind of how it ends. Like, he attacks Strickland with the cinder block. He piled, he being Swerve, pile drives. Um, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> it's kind of random text. I expect to see while I'm recapping this fucking episode. Wow, that took me out. Okay, so Swerve hits a pile driver to hang it out of Paige on the railing. Um, Paige bites and rams barbed wire in the face of Swerve Strickland, and he has a fallaway slam. Um, there's a lot of back and forth. We see the the barbed wire chair. We see the spot where Prince Nana gets a dead eye through the table. Brian Cage comes out and tries to attack, but he ends up getting attacked by Page. And the end comes Swerve breaks the cinder block over the back of Adam Page's head. And then Swerve chokes Page with a chain and hangs Page with it. And Page cannot get up for the counter 10. I really liked it. There were some parts, like I said, that were kind of unnecessary, but what were, what were your thoughts? So, I hate death matches. I don't like Texas death matches. I don't watch them. I hate them. I hate them. But this match was an absolute banger. Let me tell you. So, I'm watching the match. When they started stapling each other, that's when I was about to turn it off. I was about to be like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm not watching this. Like, I'm gonna this is not I'm going to watch. This is not. This is going to be a fucking shit show. And then, you know. We saw some wrestling. It's Texas Death. It's AEW, Hangman. I knew some of the barbed wire. I knew that shit was going to happen. But they made it good, right? This is this is why I, I thought it was very good. AEW in the past couple months, I want to say since the whole Adam Cole MJF thing, they haven't been telling a good story leading up to a big pay-per-view match. Now, the first time they did it, they didn't really have a good buildup at 
Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream, yeah. The Wrestle Dream match was still good. Don't get me it wrong. Was good. They didn't have a good build up. With this, we saw, you know, Swerve breaking into the, to his home. They're all backstage altercations, contract signings. We've seen good, you know, things on the weekly shows for this build up. So that's why it made for me, I didn't mind it being Texas Death. I didn't mind it being this violent. I didn't like them stapling each other, hangman drinking his blood. I like, you know, Prince Nada kind of doing his, just doing his thing, making it somewhat entertaining. But I thought it was a, a, a banger. I, I mean, Swerve's fucking great. He's mm. great. I've been a huge fan of Swerve because he's from the same area as me, same city, city right next door. He's great. I, I'm not a big fan of Hangman. I hate Hangman. I think he's the worst AEW champion. But his, he's been doing his thing in this feud with Swerve. I don't like him being a part of Kenny and the and the Bucks click. I like him mm-hmm. like this on his own. He he impressed me here. He, so if they do a part three, I'm not going to be mad. I would love to see this match again. But good match. I love Swerve. I, I, have, I have nothing bad to say about it, surprisingly, because it was this – I hate death matches. I don't like hardcore matches. I, I They take no talent and skill. At all. These type of matches take no talent and skill. But Hangman, I'm giving you fucking props. Can't believe I'm doing this. But when you have two professional wrestlers who can wrestle, they can make, you know, it's not all, they didn't make it all about mm-hmm. they wrestled. They, they yeah. did some spots. They told That's the story. why to me it was really, they told, told a good story here. So, good match by these two. I kind of want to see this. I, I want to see this match again. Maybe not another Texas death, but I, fuck it. I mean, it was it was good. It was good stuff. Good job. Listen, I really that match was my was the was the best match. Um, that was the main event in my eyes. Yeah, I thought that was the best match. I really enjoyed that one. And then, like I said, after I think I told you this earlier while we were on before we recorded, um, that to me should have been the main event after that match. It was as if um, who the fuck wants to lay around other people's blood? I think they changed the math though. I feel like they, I didn't see a lot of blood afterwards. They better. Um. So, well, listen, we'll move along. Um. Sorry. So we. Oh God, I'm not ready for this next one. Yeah, I know. I a number one contender. I know because I'm actually going to say positive things about it. Okay. I can't believe I can't believe it in my. Holy okay. Well, I, you listen. I again, I didn't give this one a lot of like a fair chance in terms of like I wasn't really paying much attention after that other match that we had just saw. Again, match placement. Um, we have the number one contenders match: Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. Here, Don Callis is on commentary. There was a lot of decent stuff we saw. Um, the Young Bucks low blow. Um, I think was it Kenny Omega. Or was it Jericho? One of them, Lobo, one of them. And then Jericho, Jericho. Lobo's Nick. Um, Matt nails Kenny with a one-winged angel and gets a two-count. But then Kenny ends up getting the advantage and hits Matt with a one-winged angel and gets a three. And Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega get the win. What were your thoughts on them winning? So this match didn't make – it made – I've reported – or I've seen reports. I, I, I don't really do too much reporting. Um, I kind of just 
give my thoughts on some of the because I don't like I'm not a and I'm not a journalist. I don't like to call myself that. Mm-hmm. But I think I should I'm gonna say that the young bucks are taking a break. I'm very open for my hatred. I said there's two people I use the hate word to, like, two things. Young Bucks are one of those people. I don't like these guys. I'm going to give them their credit here. Good match. They didn't do too much of their hokey-pokey gymnastics super kicky bullshit. Yeah, I can't. Dude, think, imagine taking notes for one of the Young Bucks match. Like, I can't. It's, I can't. I love Kenny. I, I don't like Kenny as a person. I enjoy his matches. I think Kenny as a person is oh, – I enjoy his ma- – I enjoy the shit out of his matches, though. So, and Jericho, he, he he looked a little slow here, but he did his thing. He did what he was supposed to do. Did a lion salt that looked very awful. The lion salt was god-awful. He almost landed on his neck. But other than that, it, it was a good match. It kept me invested. And I just want to say – if you're one of those people out there who like to shit on Chris Jericho and say he's not important, go fuck yourself. Because let me tell you something. I was watching this pay-per-view with my girlfriend and her, like, people started coming down and, like, what, like they came down to peak. Mind you, the whole night, nobody knew who the fuck I was watching. Chris Jericho comes on. Is that Chris Jericho? He still wrestles? Yeah. Don't say Chris Jericho isn't valuable. He's the reason why AEW got on television. So... Okay, but decent match. I just wanted to give that little rant there. But uh, good match. The Young Bucks were in it. I'm surprised I'm saying it. So I just – I don't think – I think, like you said, Anthony, match placement's very important. And this match should have not been the co-main event, let alone after that Texas Death match. Yeah, I I agree. They could have done whatever they want. Right, the next the main event made sense for it to be the main event. It's been advertised the main event forever. That makes sense, right? It's your world champion. It's your, in my opinion, the world champion should be your in your biggest star should be your main event, which is what MJF is. So, mm-hmm. but this match after the Texas Death match for it to be a co-main event, bad match placing, good match. I agree, and again, I have to like go back and watch, but I feel like the story of this match is afterwards. The young bucks just like destroy ringside. They act like little kids, and the, I think that's the whole point. They wanted to expose that because that's what Jericho said about them, or I'm sorry, Omega said about them. So it looks as if the young bucks are going back to their heel gimmick. Next, we have the main event. It makes me hate him even more. Mm-hmm. The main event for the AEW Championship. We have Adam Cole coming out on crutches, Gary take on Jay White. And uh, before anything can happen, we see an ambulance come driving back to the arena. And it's MGF. He hobbles to the ring and he hugs Adam Cole. And we get our main event, the actual main event, the AW champion MJF with Adam Cole taking on Jay White with the guns. Um, So Jay White pretty much taunts Adam Cole at ringside. The guns get kicked out. Jay White did really good here. You know, he made himself look really good. MJF lands a kangaroo kick. We see Hiranagi from Jay White. Um, this is my favorite moment. When he puts Jay White on the table, it breaks. MJF's like, MJF's like fuck it. He climbs to the top rope, and he has a flying elbow drop um, to the floor. MJF then nails a cutter to the floor to Jay White, which is crazy. Jay White then attacks uh, MJF's leg. 
Adam Cole has a towel and you think he's going to throw it in. The ref gets knocked out. MJF low blows Jay White and then hits Jay White with a diamond. Dynamite does a diamond ring. And MJF retains the title. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good title match. Jay White did good. Uh, you know, but again, I kind of was out of it after that swerve match. So what would you think? So my problem was, right, this MJS matches to me just feel so WWE. Like, don't get me wrong. He sells that leg injury like hell, right? MJF's great. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying MJF's not great. Let me talk about the match. The match was good because this match didn't interest it. It, it, it. it disappointed me a little bit. Because MJF, let's be honest, in a grown, if I'm, if anyone's life's fucked up, right, they're not winning the match. So to me, this just felt like, you know, MJF, like, like I know the moments between matches are so important, but MJF kind of right now, especially since he's been this baby face, has attention to do too much in between his moves. That's like just wrestle like I'm watching it like he's come on like kangaroo like he's doing a little bit too much just wrestle MJF I don't like the media scrum made me not like him his title run right now even more I'm not I'm I'm not liking this title run I'm not liking this heel I'm not liking this baby face MJF where's the MJF that caused people stupid redneck hillbillies shits on cities Shits on your rel- like, where's that MJF? Why am I getting an MJF who who's crying, talking about he's thankful that he got to wrestle Jay White in a sold out crowd? I'm so thankful. I love all my fans. What the? F- what? No, 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 no. So that's my problem with MJF. That's my problem with this main event. This just felt like such a baby face WWE type of match. So the main event disappointed me and it sucks because I, I love Jay White, right? I don't wanted me to mention what was what was it? This is the second injury match to run the last pay-per-view. They did the same thing with his neck. Yeah, neck injury. He had to fight through it. MJF. Oh, the last yeah. pay-per-view he had the neck That's injury. That's another thing. Good good yeah uh and back there in the background just brought up a good point also. Dude, he's working with a bunch of fucking clowns too. Like is he's going he's working through neck injuries. You don't need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think so that that's a good point also he just brought up there. I just I don't think uh it's uh, uh this match just felt so WWE so scripted and rehearsed. I just want MJF to wrestle. I haven't been a fan of his title matches as of recent. I just want him to wrestle and talk his shit. Not this. Not this on your prime thing. This is yeah. ever since they lost CM Punk. He's been not even oh ever oh my not even since he was kind of a baby face before. But he needs to fucking do something. I hope he's the devil. We didn't see the devil, so I kind of think it's Adam Cole. But 
he needs to swerve everybody and say, I'm the devil, bitch. <laughs> I was fucking with you guys the whole time. Make him, ugh. Make him, yeah, be like, you see, I, I would think that that would be a good swerve, but I don't know if they're going to go that way. I, I have a feeling it looks as if it's going to be Adam Cole with anybody. Um, so, I mean, we're all just going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, but that was it for this pay-per-view. What did you think all in all of the pay-per-view? I rated it at 8.5. Okay. Overall, they started off the show with the match that everyone knows Edge, Sting, Ric Flair, Christian Cage, mm-hmm. Darby. They started off a match that looked good on paper, but it sucked. But they started out a match that was like, okay. Then they gave us the matches in between that nobody gave two fucks about that were uh. And then they ended the show hot. You know, AEW has a tendency of doing the weekly shows Dynamite and Collision with very weird, lazy, awful booking and storytelling. But their pay-per-views turn out pretty decent. So we're going to have to see what plays out this Wednesday. We're going to have to see what happens for the next pay-per-view. I don't know what the next pay-per-view is. Yeah, it is World's End. So I think MJF loses the title. I think MJF is going to be at Tropicana Field on January 27th. Whoever his opponent is at World's End, he drops it in Long Island, gets his goodbye, says his goodbye. Listen, I'm excited for World's End. I don't have any idea what's going to happen. But I thought I – this was a good pay-per-view. Again, I wish it was cut down a little bit for time. But all in all, it was a yeah, decent show. That's AEW's pay-per-view. They're always going to be till 12, right? Yeah, dude. They're going to be super long. But with that, Christian, thank you for joining me again. Dude, thank you for having back. me again, my we'll man. I enjoyed being back. I enjoyed being back on here. It, it was good catching up with you again. And everybody uncensored, go give him the sh- – go subscribe, go listen good stuff i still been keeping up so mm-hmm. and we're I'm, gonna be putting it, it, was, it was a good good time to be a guest on the show dude we're gonna be putting your twitter your x handle up there but with that everybody we are gonna let you go stay safe and stay uncensored